going out there and trying to help others get on the same kind of journey. If they need, you know, if I see somebody who's struggling, I've really tried to be a support system for them and to show them that this is something you can do. I have, I do have some friends, you know, that just are really scared to start up on their fitness journey. And I'm like, come on, just come try it, you know, one day. Hey everybody, it's Coach Charlie. Welcome or welcome back to the Building Better People podcast brought to you by BoomFit. Thanks for listening today. And at the end of this episode, please take a moment to subscribe to this podcast if you aren't already. But more importantly, I hope the following interview inspires you to take the next step in your fitness journey. Enjoy. Hi, my name is Amy Upton. I am 30 years old. I am a TAMU graduate of class of 2013. I am currently single and um, now a weightlifter. 2013. So yes. you've been out of college for seven or eight years. Yep, it seems like a long time ago. <laughs> and what did you? What did you do? What do you do? What is it? What did you do after college? Um, well, that's an interesting story. I actually moved all the way to Florida to work for Walt Disney World. Oh, cool. Yes. What did you do there? Um, I worked with the management for retail in Hollywood Studios, and they wanted to keep me after six months and make me a manager, but it just that wasn't. You know, I felt like praying about it, that God was bringing me back here to Texas. So I came back, worked for A&M, and it was great. But then I decided to go back to school. I became a surgical technologist. So I've worked in the OR, rotator cuffs. I've done total knees. I've done all that crazy stuff. And then I just decided, you know, God kind of put it in my life where I think it's time, you know, for a family. And I want that. I've always wanted that. And... With Surge Tech, it just wasn't going to happen. You, your life is so consumed by that field that you're in. So, yeah. Um, now I work at Texas A&M University Libraries, and I help hire their librarians. So it's like completely different I know, pace. right? Completely different. Uh, well, Amy, <laughs> thank you so much for doing this. Oh, thank you, Charlie. Uh, so I, I'm super inspired by you. Uh, you, you know, I, I've known you for a long time. Mm-hmm. But really what triggered me wanting you to come so urgently on this podcast is you handed me... Yes, I did. A, you know, I'll call it a report. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, it was... uh, And I really was shocked. Like, I had no idea that, you know, first of all, that you'd put this together. Mm -hmm. And and I felt touched that you considered me in handing it out. Uh, And I read it. And I just thought to myself, wow. Like, not only do you have a great fitness journey, but you're you're still on that journey, as I am. But the fact that you sat down and you just articulated or journaled or created, included pictures and color. (laughs) And, I mean, this is a, a really awesome, almost like a mini book, right? So It is. So let's start first with how did this creation happen? It, it just happened where uh, it's now in my life, you know, being 30, I am coming to terms with what happened beyond this journey and what I wrote down. It's a long, it's a story that a lot of people I feel like in the gym don't understand when they see me, they might think, oh, you know, she put on the freshman 15 and maybe she's just trying to work it off. Well, what they don't understand is that I've been battling weight. Um, since elementary school and that it's a really touchy subject and that it's something that I want to 
inspire other people to do. And especially I want to reach out to, you know, kids and just say that they can do it. It's possible. Yeah. You want to share your story. I do. And this is great because podcast is another channel, right? For somebody who's not going to read this, they can listen and we will definitely dive into that story, but I still want to hang out with this book or what do you call this? Like a, (laughs) a, 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 I literally just called it I guess it could be a report, but it was an extension of what you do for the emails. You know, I saw the emails come out all the time and I was like, you know, I need to write one about me. No one knows. I've been here long enough and I want to write my story. And it was very cathartic for me um, because of some of the things that had happened along the way. And it's actually now just pushed me even harder. So how long did it take you to put this together? It took about a couple hours. Oh, to write. I, mean, I love writing. Wow. And this um, had been a long time coming. I How many say. did you print? <sighs> Maybe total about 20. Wow. Yeah. And do you, I mean, do you have copies on hand in case you, I do just yeah. to hand it out to someone? Mm-hmm. So you're, you, you sounds like you really have a passion for helping kids. I do. And probably because mm-hmm. of what you've gone through. Yes. And, you know, would you say that there's any other bigger, higher calling purpose to what you're doing here? I do. I think that God has me in this position to show people that it's, it's possible mm. and it's not something to be ashamed of. You know, let's say if you were heavier, it's nothing to be ashamed of and it's it's doable. And especially with um, college chasing and CrossFit, like it's a great community. And that has really is a major part of my story. Mm-hmm. Um but yes, I'm also a advocate for um, a program called You Are Beautiful. And so I carry around with me randomly these stickers that just say you're beautiful because I believe that everyone is. No matter what, you know, where you are in life, you're beautiful. Mm. And so that really inspires me. I just, I'm here to, I like to help people. Yeah. yeah. I, no, I can tell. I mean, just even, I'm, it's great to get that context. Mm-hmm. In conjunction with this story or with your journal or your report, (laughs) you know, again, we'll call it report just for, um, so let's go back in time and really just think back to as early as you can Mm -hmm. and you do kind of dive into this, Mm -hmm. you know, in your, in your story, but like, when can you remember your fitness journey actually starting? I would say that was in junior high, 2003. 2003. Great. So what led to that? What led to that? Well, I have to go backtrack a little bit. Do it. Um, I have to backtrack to elementary school and I'm an only child. So I tried, um, you know, stay active. I tried all these different sports, soccer, ballet, everything, volleyball. It just didn't stick. The only thing that really did was horseback riding, (laughs) but that's not super, you know, intensive. And my parents, you know, they didn't want to deprive me of anything. And I don't blame them or whatever the word may be, but unfortunately it led to, you know, eating things that weren't healthy for me and it ended up putting on weight. And the only thing I knew, I mean, as a child in elementary school, you learn about that pyramid and that's all I knew. I knew, okay, if you eat the bad food, something's going to happen, but no one ever taught me about calories, you know, the calories you take in, you have to, you know, do something to take those calories away if you eat McDonald's every day. Um, and so, yeah, so I tried that and it, you know, led to me being overweight and I was made fun of a lot as a, 
kid and my dad even accidentally called me fat one time and that word is so horrible and it sticks with you I will say that like even to this day it has stuck with me you know when I look in the mirror what age was the earliest memory of you feeling that way I would say it was fifth grade so that might be like 10 or 11 and prior to that Mm -hmm. So think about in the first decade, sure. right? Uh, obviously, the little years, mm-hmm. you know. Of course. So you had zero feeling of that. Like, you didn't feel overweight. You didn't feel... I loved myself. I so, thought I was just a good person. And I just, I do, I sh- I, I'm asking this question because I know there's probably a lot of parents listening. There, you no, know, yeah. Just to, to understand that, like, how powerful words are. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and labeling very. people, you know, and I also relate a lot to your story, mm-hmm. you I know, know. Yep. and so, and, um, so 10 or 11, what was it? If you can like, is there a moment is, is, did it all like, was it gradual or was it like, oh man, I got labeled and now there's a definite moment for sure. Um, yeah. So I, I had been, you know, called fat or, you know, being made fun of. Um, I did mature earlier than a lot of other girls. Um, That happened for me in fifth grade, which was embarrassing. And so I think that also led to weight gain because of the hormones. And so, um, but it didn't happen. The the moment that changed my life, and it's a distinct moment, was in 2003, I was on yearbook and I had a crush. He was happened to be in my class um, at the time. Now, it may not make sense to any of you listening, but at the time, the ongoing joke was, um, guess what? Chicken butt. I have no idea what that means. I don't get it. But it was like the stupid kid thing. Um, so he came over and he was talking to me and he was like, hey, yeah. You know, he said that one first. And he's like, oh, I knew a new one. And I'm like, okay, cool. I'm just excited that he's talking to me right now. <laughs> and he comes out and he's like, guess that. And I'm like, I have no idea. He's like, you're fat. Mm. That was the moment. Like, I can't even explain it. My heart broke. My stomach dropped. Everything was blurred around me. And I realized, I just realized that people really did think I was quote unquote fat. And I was, um, and it really hurt, you know, because that was in junior high, you know, I liked boys. I, you know, and to know that, what they saw was something completely different from what I saw in the mirror. Did you tell anyone? I did. Who? It was actually, I went home that day crying and my mom, she did the one most wonderful thing for me. She, that same night we went over to, um, it's not, I don't know if it's still around anymore, but we went to a place called quick weight loss. It's way different than Weight Watchers. It was very stringent, like talking about, you know, what to eat, when to eat it. Um, and I will say that, um, so we signed up, my mom signed up with me to help me do this. And it was, it was hard. I'm not gonna lie. I hadn't, I will tell you, had not eaten broccoli. I had never eaten a salad. I mean, there were so many different foods that I realized can fill you up without eating all of that junk that you, you know, doesn't really give you energy. It's not really helping you get anywhere. And, you know, we would go in twice a week, twice to three times a week, get weighed and measured. And it was a pretty stringent, 
program. I will also say that I did not exercise while this was happening. So you were seventh grade. Yes, so when it started. Twelve. Yeah, approximately. If you know, if someone is there any way you could have felt better? Like not to say that, that you know the that him calling you that mm-hmm. it was hurtful. Oh yes. You know, but is there anything that, because it seems like, man, that stuck with you. It did. And, and, it, and it, you know, it kind of almost wounded you, almost like a limp, right? That yes. you've had your entire life, you know? Is there anything, because I'm sure kids are getting called fat, right? I mean, still to this day. Yeah. And I've always said, man, that's the worst thing is being overweight and young in grade school. Like, because kids are mean. Right. And know? they don't use the word overweight or something no, like that. No, they're not kind they, about right, it. They're, they're mean, you know, I mean, fat. you maybe have heard me say this, but, uh, I mean, it's, it's funny to say this because I'm going to call him my best friend, but my best friend called me fat Lima. <laughs> oh <laughs> my God. So it's like, I mean, it's, in that, it, it, but that's the reality. So my question would be like you now at 30, mm-hmm. you know, thinking back to that 12 year old Amy is like, there any way that you could have like not been affected by that? Like it, anything you could have done earlier in your life or anything your parents could have done or anything that when he did that, like you could have not been wounded so badly. Think of like, uh, let's say you had to run a marathon. Well, if, if it catches you off guard and you're not in shape, it's really hard. Right. But if, you know, if you've sure. been training for months or years, then you go run a marathon. I mean, it's still going to be hard, but you, you can handle right. it. The name calling or that, yes. you know, that word specifically sounds like it wounded you deeply. Is there any way it couldn't have or is it just? No, it was as it was already there. It was residual because, and I, you know, I've prayed and forgiven, but it did, it was, it, the initial, it started with my dad calling me fat. And I know he didn't mean it the way, but it stuck with me for a very long time. I mean, because it was always usually men calling me fat. So I didn't understand what this meant. You know, I'm like, I like guys. I don't understand why they keep calling me fat. I just thought I was a good person who, you know, I do unto others as I would want done to me. So to me, yes, that, that wounded me to the core when my crush said that to me. Yeah, the I, fact that he was positioned for you in that way because yeah. you did like him. I did. Made it more meaningful and hurtful. Yes. So after, so this weight loss program mm-hmm. that you and your mom, or that your mom took you to, yeah. um, how did she decide that that was a solution? Was it just like she felt like, hey, I want to help you, Amy? Yeah. She did. And you op- you were open to it? Did you kind of in that moment acknowledge in some way that you needed to lose weight? I did. Um, I went home and I talked to her and I just knew. And at the time, maybe I didn't know it was Christ, you know, like pushing me in that direction. But I did know that I was called to do something and it needed to be done. And... When we went there, I remember crying, you know, talking to the lady who was initially like, you know, and, you know, they were telling us what we would have to do. And I was just like, you know, what, this is going to be the hardest thing I've ever done, but I want to do it. Yes, let's do it. And actually, quite honestly, I thank that person for saying that. I saw him a couple years ago. He did not look great, but I was able to walk up to him. Ask him if he remembered saying it. He didn't. 
And I said, you know what, I just thank you. Thank you, because I don't know what would have happened if I had not gotten on the right path. Wow. Um, that's incredible. Yeah. You know, and how, you know, mature of you to confront them and even bring it up. I had to. Yeah. I, I was, I knew that night when, because uh, he was in a friend's band, and I, I just knew it was fate. Mm-hmm. God had put this all together for me to... And I wasn't angry. I just, I sincerely said, thank you. So you're thinking, had he not said that, you would not have gotten on track. I don't think so. At least not at that point in time. So in seventh grade at this time, how, I mean, how heavy were you? How much weight did you need to lose? What what are we talking about Um, just for numbers and understanding? The pictures make it, I mean, I'll just say the pictures are really hard to look at. And I was almost like 250, 300 pounds. At 12 years old? Yes. Okay, so going back prior to that, mm-hmm. how'd you get there? <laughs> well, I hate to admit it, but you know, a lot of bad eating. I would eat McDonald's a lot. I would supersize my meals, even though you know I shouldn't have. Um, I had friends that were bad influences um, that would always, you know, be able to eat the same thing, but maybe they could. Their metabolism was different, and it just it it snuck up on me. And then I think, yeah, the you know, when you're for a young girl and then the hormones change and then it's just, it, it, it seemed to like happen so quickly to get there, but I can't tell you how. Yeah. I just kept going, wow, I need bigger pants or something like that. And, but I still didn't think I was so looking th- in the mirror and I wouldn't think I'm fat. Yeah. There was no moment that you're like, oh, it's because this happened at this age that I started going in that trajectory. What do you mean? Um, looking back, like maybe at like seven years no. old, I started drinking sodas, you know, and okay. that, that yeah. was the beginning of the. Nope. All no, I yeah, can say okay. is, is that, you know, it was just my parents didn't want to deprive me of anything. And, you know, that's good in a sense. But I really wish someone I wish they taught kids about calories and about fitness and about you know controlled portions and you know good food to eat to fill you up instead of just eating cheetos okay perfect great so what does that look like like in 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 your mind 30 years old having been i don't want to say victim but necessarily like had having gone having gone through that what is the solution what you're saying right now how do we fix that i honestly think it has to go back it starts with schooling I don't know nowadays how what they teach, but the pyramid scheme doesn't make any sense. I mean, it made no sense. To, I know all my peers were like, okay, who cares? So what percentage do you think falls on the school and then what percentage falls on the home? Mm, I think it's, uh, you know, that's a hard one. I think it's 50-50. I do think it has a lot to do with at home. And I will say that my father was overweight, you know, and so, or is, and so, you know, some of the bad influences came from him and what he would eat. And so do, yeah, I do agree that it has something to do with home, but they never, you know, and that's what I wish I wish they had sat me down and been like, here is how your body works. (laughs) But I didn't get that until way later in life. You know, and in this, again, I ask your questions just to get your thoughts Mm -hmm. because you have an opinion and obviously you have an experience. 
And so, you know, one thing that I've learned, um, and you know, now I have four little kids of my mm-hmm. own, and it, it's I, I really believe that the root issue is leading by example. Yeah. And parents who either listen to this and want to either help their kids or you know, maybe maybe there's a young person who's listening that's like, oh, you know, I'm young. And at the end of the day, is you have an obligation in leadership yes. <laughs> in a home. Yes. And I'm not saying anything bad about your parents because it no. sounds like they're amazing people. But you can be great in one area and terrible examples sure, in the other. Exactly. And, and my, you know, my mom. Sorry, I try yeah. not to cut you off, but like my mom, we would do. I don't know if anybody knows about this, but like back in the day in the 90s, it was Margaret Richards. She was, you know, like DVD tapes like nowadays. And I would do that with my mom, but it wasn't a lot of cardio. So it's still, you know, I knew the basics, but, you know, and if I had stayed in sports or something, I think that would have helped as well. I think, you know, it is good for kids to find an outlet. I'm not really sure, you know, everybody has their different opinion but i think keeping yourself active as a child is really helpful yeah and you know i think that's huge is activity Mm -hmm. finding something that you enjoy um i'll say i have a very similar you know experience my parents were amazing they were Mm -hmm. loving they were um encouraging they were all the things but they were not healthy (laughs) yep and ultimately education is not going to fix that problem because if the schools just educate the kids and then they go home and the parents are unhealthy. True. So it's leading by example. It is. You know, and it's almost like depending on a Christian school Mm -hmm. to do the job or the church to do the job that you as parents should do with your kids. And so that's kind of more in line too with Boomfit's mission and purpose, right? Is that we want to, you know, these parents, if they're coming with kids, Mm for them to become healthier yes. versions of themselves it ultimately is going to overflow into every area of their life including their home and you mm-hmm. know when you start eating healthier you naturally start thinking about your kids eating healthier yes but you can't necessarily think that you're going to make your kids eat healthy if you're not exactly so you know it's uh, so i i i just wanted to dive in that cuz i know that people will listen who have kids and are you know and mm-hmm. i'm curious too in that moment like what could have helped you in that time and so you, your mom did help mm-hmm. by taking you to a professional. So what type of results did you see in this uh, well, experience? After that experience, I had lost over 100 pounds. Oh, my. How long did that take? Yeah, that took about eight to tw- nine, ten months. I can't tell you exactly, but it, yeah, it was, and it was purely based on what I ate. Wow. And it really helped, you know, with my mom helping me because, you know, she would prepare my meals for lunch. And so I didn't have an option, you know, (laughs) just was like, okay, turkey breasts and a salad. That's what I have. That's what I'm eating. And it was crazy, but yes. So your parents were very supportive. Mm -hmm. Very. What, um, so what weight did you get down to? I was about, um, 140. Wow. Yeah, which was a huge change. Like, pant size went from like 18 to a 9 and 10. I, you know, yeah. And so. do you, how'd you feel? I felt amazing. I mean, and that was, I kept going through eighth grade. And, you know, ninth grade was kind of like a new start for me. High school was a whole new start. 
like I kept eating that way over the summer and I let my hair go natural, which is actually kind of wavy. Um, cause I hated it for a long time, but I cut it off and no one recognized me. I had multiple people stop and have to backtrack and be like, Amy. And I'm like, yeah, hi. <laughs> wow. Yeah. And then what, ha- what, what, what did that lead into? It just, it led to me just continuing to eat as healthy as possible and, you know, I didn't pick, I still did not pick up sports in high school. I was, you know, I'm more artistic. I was in art class and all of those types of things. Um, but I continued to keep the weight off. And then a new, there was an, then when, if we can fast track to college, that's when a new version of me even happened. So more. high school was like a whole different story. It was a whole different story whole different story i mean i could wear different clothes i had never worn before like skirts and you know tank tops because my mom would always you'd be like probably shouldn't wear a tank top you know it doesn't look and i'm like you know and i was it was embarrassing but now i felt a little bit more confident what do you think kept you so stringent and, and on track right because i'd imagine just to lose that much weight and keep it off it, it required you yes, it, being very mindful and attentive in high school I mean, there's a lot of right. challenges with just the way that people eat and yes. the, 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 the schedule, the lifestyle. How, how, what do you think kept you on track? Just really myself. And I will say, like, I have always, you know, like, felt that I was supposed to meet somebody and have family. I don't know about kids yet, but I know, you know, that is part of my journey and yeah, well, hasn't you know, happened it, yet. No, and I, I, so at high school, so, and I say this a lot of times, I started my fitness journey at 18, mm-hmm. February of 2000. I was a senior. I was 242 pounds mm. and uh, I just wanted girls to like me. Yep. I that mean, that hey. was like literally, and I, you know, I say it smiling obviously because, but it's life is different today, but I, I remember vividly that mm-hmm. being a very strong purpose for me like to lose weight to get in better shape or you know i don't even call it getting better shape just to look better so girls would yeah because they never paid attention to me <laughs> exactly you know? and that's pretty much where so, it yeah. you know it stemmed from because in high school you know that's one of the main things you want to yeah. date which, yeah, which you know again i don't know you know i don't know what high school is like today because i'm not in high school anymore <laughs> but i can't think it's that much different in some areas and you know there's a journey that everybody has to go through to get to where they are and you know it's um uh, you know i i hurt for people who hurt in that yes. in that area because yeah. there are a lot you know there are for all the kids that have no area no challenges you know there's a lot of kids that have a lot of challenges exactly. in that and so college i mean it sounds like it was a turning point it was and it what, was and what was that turning point it was actually kind of funny um so my freshman year i had to sign up for kinesiology Okay, when I by the time I got a chance, because my last name's Upton, I was the U. Um, there was only a few left, and it was skiing, which I was like, how? Okay, or race walking. I was like, well, I walk in the mall with my mom in the mornings. I can, I can do that. That's just fast walking. <laughs> Little did I know, race walking is completely different, and it's like this weird duck waddle that you do really mm. super fast, and you have to get your hips engaged and. It just became something that just sparked me. I don't know why I can't tell you, but I fell in love with it. 
I was good at it. Um, I, you know, people pushed me, you know, in my class and I, we just, I just kept getting better. And then I was seeing results because I would eat Caesar salads for lunch and mainly Chick-fil-A. I'm not, I'm going to say that. And so, but then when at the end of that first semester, I weighed myself, I hadn't gained the freshman 15. I'd lost it. Mm. And so continuing through college, I continued to race walk in the mornings by myself around campus. Mm -hmm. And that really kept me going. That was my first step in, yes, I like fitness. You know, I want to do something athletic, you know, to keep me going. Um, I I continued to eat healthy as much as possible um, when I moved into an apartment, but I continued with that race walking. And I really do think that has a big part to do with it. Yeah. Yeah. And then that was around what? I guess 2010? Yeah, about 2010. And then after that, I mean, what what did that lead to? Well, it led to, you know, me graduating. Yeah. <laughs> and then Disney, right? Um, and then when I did get, it was interesting, I got a job on campus, Department of Communication, and I... You know, I was, I lived, this was my first apartment by myself. I did DVDs by myself, you know, kickboxing DVDs. And I liked it, but it got so boring. There was no one to help push me. You know, I got, I got into a cycle of, oh, this is so, you know, this is not what I want. And, and I know that God was in this because I was trying out different Bible groups, different churches. I hadn't found a home church yet. And I went to one um, for Antioch and... I was talking to the leader. I was like, hey, you know, because she was asking me, what do you want, you know, out of coming back to College Station? I was like, well, I really want to find a gym. I really want. And so it was hilarious. It was, to me, it's like, it was meant to be. She literally walked me straight over to Brittany. Wow. And was like, Brittany coaches at BoomFit. And that started my journey with BoomFit. What year was that? Must have been 2014. Wow. Yeah. That was my first time ever coming here to Boom Fit. And I will and say... she was recently coming off of her yeah, own fitness journey. Yeah. So you probably related very well. Mm-hmm. We talked about it and it was nice, you know, I'm feeling mm. comfortable because I didn't feel comfortable in my skin at that time, you know. And then to see all the crazy, like, I will admit, like, I was shocked yet surprised and loved, you know, like, seeing rowing. I never heard of rowing. I've never heard of wads pull-ups, you know, toes to bar, none of that stuff. Um, But I was like, when I, I was like, I want to do that one day. I want to do that. So workouts looked entirely different now compared to before. Yes. I mean, with Brittany, we, you know, started with the basics. It was, you know, maybe a, what you, I, what I consider like modified CrossFit. Yeah. It was like rowing and then, okay, go do some weights and all that. You know, it wasn't as intensive as out here with the actual CrossFit. And then, though, it switched completely when I moved away from just personal training to group training. And I met the most amazing ladies. You all know who you are. Mm. And Gus came into the picture. And it was like a love-hate thing between him and me. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Like, he pushed me so hard. And, I, you know, in the moment, I hated him. I was like, oh, my gosh, I hate this. But I saw results, 
and it made me feel amazing. I felt so good about myself. I was the leanest that I was ever, you know, I was, I had cardio endurance. I never had that. I hate running. I still hate running. And I mean, I was doing it. I was, you know, out and the ladies helped because, you know, it was like, gave me something to, they were like, come on, Amy, you can do this. I mean, they really just, yeah, the coaches and the people here. So it sounded like there's two real big points that led to you getting in great results, which is Mm -hmm. coaches, right? Having a coach and then having a community or some some support group. Mm -hmm. How would you say each of those helped you in different ways? Like, give me some of the things that having either Brittany or Gus in Mm -hmm. the role of coach did for you. And then the difference in what having your group and your other women that were in the group Mm -hmm. with you did for you. Well, I mean, the other ladies, it was, you know, they all thought, of course, me coming into the group, I was the youngest. So they all thought that, you know, I'd be, you know, winning or what, you know, quote unquote, the workout of the day. Um, But they really kept me humble. Like, just, it's okay. Don't beat yourself up. You have tomorrow. And then on the opposite side, like with Gus, it was just amazing how he saw my potential that I didn't even see and he pushed me and I needed that I really did and I still do um but it was just yeah the coaches uh it just it really did change my life yeah yeah no that's amazing so you're you know in this I guess you're 25 20 24 25 years old is that right yeah about yeah let's see and you're in the best shape of your life and then now you're 30 so let's what's the last five years been like well okay so I mean I will say after you know losing that much weight as a lot of people probably assume um I had extra skin my skin did not go back uh, elasticity wise like it should and I had even went to a doctor about it just to I don't understand and quote unquote the surgeon <laughs> said that I have weird skin and I just don't have the elasticity of someone my age well that's a bummer and so because I was working so hard you know but it wasn't nothing was happening with certain areas of my body um, and so with you know, after being here with Gus and being lean, I finally got to the point where I was like, you know, I need, I think I need to take care of those problem areas. And I know some people will not agree with this, um, but it was the best thing of my, I honestly think it was one of the best things I've ever done for myself. Um, I talked to my parents and I, we, I had plastic surgery. I, had modified bilateral brachioplasty which is for under your arms to get rid of that skin and then I had a modified abdominoplasty so I'm assuming you know because a lot of people here you probably wear tank tops all the time you probably have seen the scars under my arms and yeah they're not it's not great but they're part of me they make me who I am and I love that I love that girl that I've become Mm. well and it sounds you know like you're very happy with the decision. Yes, you I am. I mean, yeah. you know, the scars are there, sure. But to me, they're beautiful. And so that was at what age? About 24, 25. Okay. Yeah. 
And then did you have to sit out for a little while? I did. Could you not work out? There was there was a period of time, um, but it didn't really do you know affect me in any way. And then I got when I came back, I came back hardcore, and it was great. Um, you know, and then I guess it, it changed a little bit because I did decide to go back to school for surgical technology, and that meant leaving Boomfit, and that meant going back to where I'm from, Katie. And living with my parents while I got my degree. And then, you know, right out of college. So that's a two-year degree program. And then right out of college, I had a job. And I was scrub tech for a year. Um, I love the job. I love helping people. I really do. But it is a very stressful job. And um, it was hard to leave because a lot of surgeons requested me in their rooms. And for somebody who just has a year under their belt, that was amazing to a lot of people that I worked with. And so it was a really hard decision to leave. But, you know, I was trying to work out at, you know, home. I bought all this rogue equipment. I had a barbell. I was trying really hard to, like, find things online to do. But it wasn't, it wasn't one, as fun. Two, there was no one to push me. And I realized I really need that. Really need that. And um, so I tried it back. While I was still in Katie, I tried to go back, find a box there, try to find a gym. And unfortunately, towards the end of that, I tried this one. And I, I'm just going to say, go with your gut when you have a gut feeling. I knew I shouldn't. I, something told me, don't go, to, don't go today. Don't go to that gym. But I went. I didn't like the owner at all the first, like, even five minutes I met her. She was on her phone. She wouldn't listen to me. She wasn't, it, just, she wasn't engaged. But she had to set up for me to do, to try to show her where I was in CrossFit. And, okay, you know, it was simple. Rowing, box jumps. I can do that. But she was on her phone the entire time. So, and the boxes they had were more of the triangular ones compared to what we have are just the rectangular so when I, she immediately said, she wasn't paying attention. She said, okay, go from box jumps to rowing. Okay. I don't know how still to this day, but I went to the left and I fell mm. on my left side of my foot. And of course she's just like, oh, you just sprained it. You just sprained it. No, I didn't. I broke my foot. Oh no. So believe me, box jumps are not my favorite now, but, <laughs> um, I was in a boot for six months. And what does that mean? No exercise. And my job, surge tech, was stressful. So I didn't eat that great. So some weight came back. You know, it was inevitable. And do I regret it? Yeah. But it was just a really stressful time in my life. And that's when I, you know, had to come back to God and be like, you know, is this what I do? You know, is this what I need to continue to do? Or do you have another plan for me? And he actually led me back here to the libraries, A&M libraries. And it's a great job. I really enjoy it. I love the people. And then that also meant that I got to come back to Boom Fit. <laughs> mm, so when did you move back? That was a, like maybe two, three, two, three years ago. Yeah. Yeah. And how was getting back after the you know, the time off mm -hmm. and just getting back to where you were or right. how, how, how'd that go? I mean, it was hard. I'm not gonna lie, you know, but 
I got to be with the ladies again. And at this point, um, there was a new coach, Kyle, and he was great. You know, he pushed me to run, which, of course, I hate. And so I hated him for a little bit. But (laughs) in a good way, because I was like, okay, thanks, Kyle. At the end of the day, I was like, thank you. But, you know. (laughs) (laughs) Um, But it was was really good to get back into it. And then, you know, COVID hit. That really messed up for everybody, you know. Yeah. And I do have some equipment. At and home. you were like getting going. I again. was exactly. Like and getting, then COVID, oh. it sucked so bad because I did have some equipment. I borrowed some of your equipment, but yeah. it just was not the same. And it then you know when we got back finally, you know, it changed a little bit. Um. You tried some at home tra- remote training, and I did. It, it just, just wasn't the same. The ladies weren't there, you know, it just wasn't the same. And then when we got back, um, you know, Kyle was, they, he was about to have his, uh, another baby. Mm-hmm. So he kind of stepped away from our group, but yeah. also, so we got a new coach, Bennett. And um, Bennett really saw my potential for Olympic lifting, which is something I secretly always wanted to do. And um, he has pushed me in different ways that I am so thankful for. I never even thought that I could do, you know, a clean and jerk of 105 pounds. And to me, that might not seem like much to any of y'all, but to me, that was like literally amazing the day Mm -hmm. I did that. I was like, oh my gosh, this is so cool. Um, So he really pushes me to do better and I really appreciate that. And I appreciate the ladies because I'm, I'm still with the same ladies and they're so great. Um, it's just so cool to hear this common thread of coaching and community, right? Like just like, having a coach who's challenging you, who's encouraging you. Because yes. again, you're saying this thing of potential. Mm-hmm. They see potential and mm-hmm. that's what a great coach does. And then having this you know, tribe or this yes. you know, community of people that are alongside you um, kind of keeping you there, right? Because mm-hmm. to a certain degree, there it's fun. You're enjoying each other's company. Yep. You're working hard. Yes. Yeah, it sounds like that. So that's really kind of led to this moment now and in, in where we're at today, yeah. right? And mm-hmm. then you're currently in the CrossFit classes. So that seemed to be kind of a transition. <laughs> it was. Had it, I'm sure it came with some thought or prayer oh, or all no. of the above or no. Tell, tell me about <laughs> oh, no. it. Oh, no. Yeah. That just happened because Kyle. <laughs> <laughs> um, that was an interesting one, actually. And I'm really thankful for it, to be honest. Um, but I was talking to some of the coaches. I was newly single. Of course, I've always you know, thought... I'd like to meet someone in fitness as well. So I was just talking to Kyle and everybody, and Kyle's like, you need to be out there in CrossFit. And I'm like, you'll meet more people. And so I hated to leave the ladies. But he's like, you're really ready. You need you need to go out there. And I was like, so, you know, because that had been something I was so scared to do because I'm just, I was intimidated. But I knew everybody was so nice. I mean, everybody's so nice. Everybody's been helpful. I haven't felt embarrassed out there at all. I mean, I I love it. It's still a community. And that drives me, you know. And, like, the other – I can tell you the other week, like, my endurance is something I'm working on after that being in that boot for six months and just everything that really, really messed up my endurance. And so one of the wads that we had, I think about two weeks ago, 
um, you know, I was rowing and it was so hard. For, I was like, oh my gosh, I was going as hard as I can. And Kyle was there and he like came down and he like was right there by my head. And he was like, you can do this. You can do this. And I'm like, you know, I'm like, no, I can't. Uh, but <laughs> it was the most amazing thing. Like he, again, saw my potential and just was pushing me. And I did it. I finished that workout. And then at, the, at the end, I was like, felt so great and so thankful to him and you know because if you just have that push it can get you places absolutely um you know one of the quotes you put on here Mm -hmm. is or opportunities are not found but made Mm -hmm. yes can you expand on that why it means so much to you sure that is um so actually i i have lived by that quote since um junior high at first came into my life and um at the time, it was actually a brand that was made by a band that I really liked, Good Charlotte, if anybody remembers them. And uh, they had a brand name Made. And so when I bought my first T-shirt from that company, the tag stuck with me. And it literally had that quote on it, opportunities are not found, but made. And I can tell you that that has been something that has really helped in my life. I mean... I wanted to work in a video game store. I was the only girl. I got the job. I wanted to work at Disney, you know, got the got the job. You know, I've pushed myself, you know, to go do things. And, yeah, I've made opportunities for myself. How does it speak to your fitness journey? Um, you know, coming in here and asking for help. Having people, you know, definitely, you know, push me. Um, Even you taking the step outside, if we call it that, right? Because it's just, you know, making a new opportunity, right? It is. To meet people, Mm -hmm. to be a little uncomfortable. Yeah. I don't know if you heard Julie Crawford's uh, original podcast or even her most recent one, but she refers to a little bit because she started as a small group personal Mm -hmm. training. And, you know, it's almost like everybody who comes into personal training sees the outside as kind of this like... What are they doing out there? But, you know, seven years ago, you know, if you'd have said, hey, Amy, you seven years ago when you were training with Brittany, hey, you're going to be outside one day. (laughs) You'd be like, no. I did. I basically said that because all the ladies were like, Amy, you really need to go outside. But I just couldn't. There was some, you know, I just wasn't ready. And you know this too. Y'all work super hard in your small group. Oh, yeah. And and everybody in the inside works as hard as the people on the outside. Oh, yes. It just Um, is a different different type. Yeah, yeah. Still the same. um, Well, you know, this is amazing. I know we could talk forever because it's such a great story. The the last question, and I asked every person on the podcast this okay. question, but it, the title of the podcast is Building Better People. Yep. And, and that really is the core purpose, the mission of what we do, right? It's what m- wakes me up every day. Yep. It's why I do this podcast. Um, it's why I love welcoming new members is because the belief that I have and the coaches have is that when you start exercising, you're going to become a better version of yourself. Oh, yeah. It's true. And so, you know, your your podcast, of course, in length, share, shares a lot of your journey. But how could you say that that statement is true for you? And w- w- what ways specifically is Amy a better version of herself because she's taking care of her health, working out, eating right? I'm, you know, going out there and trying to help others. 
get on the same kind of journey. If they need, you know, if I see somebody who's struggling, I've really tried to be a support system for them. And to show them that this is something you can do. I have, I do have some friends, you know, that just are really scared to start up on their fitness journey. And I'm like, come on, just come try it, you know, one day. And it's just made me more humble. It's made me, you know, very, just to love, you know, yourself and to love the people around you. And just, it's just been a great experience. I mean, and I am going to finish with saying that, you know, a lot of, I've, I've been told that I can't compete in CrossFit. And yeah, I volunteered and I know that the, it's insane, okay? It's not that I know I'm going to win, because I'm not. But it's to prove to that young girl that got called that, and to myself now at age 30, and to others who are inspired by this story or anything that I can do it, that I did it. And that's still something I would like, you know, that's, that's my next goal. I want to compete. Love it. So watch me. Can't wait. Thanks, Amy. <laughs> thank you. Once again, thanks for listening. If you live in Bryan College Station, we would love for you to come to our gym and start with one of our programs. If you're interested in more information about our services or a free trial, visit us at boomfitbcs.com. That's boomfitbcs.com.